You're listening to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where we examine what is and isn't working in online marketing. Now, please welcome your host, online marketing expert, One Click Lindsay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Traffic and Leads Podcast. I am your host, One Click Lindsay. Today, I'm going to be speaking with Cherig Kulkarni with the Taco Agency. And we're going to be talking all about link building, which is so, so, so important in order for you to start ranking on search engines. It's the number one factor. And of course, Google hasn't come out and said this, but this is my professional opinion. Number one ranking factor on how to get your websites ranked on Google. It's so important important to have those backlinks coming in to your website. For those that don't know what backlinks are, we're going to cover in this episode, but just to whet your appetite for this episode, backlinks are essentially every website out on the web. You want them pointing or you want good websites pointing back to you as a vote of good co- confidence. So Google's like, oh, look, oneclicklindsay.com has a hundred websites about online marketing pointing back to her. She must be pretty legit. So I'm going to rank her higher. So during today's episode, we talk a lot about backlinks, how to get them, what to watch out for, how to not buy them from some guy on Fiverr, those kind of things. So listen in as I talk with This gentleman, Chirag Kulkarni, I think you're going to really love this episode. It was awesome. But before we dive into that, we need to talk a little bit about the click technique. If you don't know what the click technique is, go to theclicktechnique.com. It's my super secret formula for how we run uh, people through our agency at trafficandleans.com. It's how we build a strong foundation so that we can go on to have uh, six-figure launches on products or have people start responding to emails and really warm people up and build a strong foundation for online marketing. Again, check it out at theclicktechnique.com. Link building, I always like to pick a letter for what each interview falls under. And this week's link building episode falls under K for keep going. It also falls under C, but we're gonna go with K for keep going. So after you have your landing pages set up, your email marketing ready to go, you need traffic and K for keep going. You gotta keep producing great content that people wanna link to and you just have to keep going because online marketing is a long game, folks. Unless you have a lot of money to speed it up, you need some time. There you go. Theclicktechnique.com. Go and go and join. Go sign up. One of the things I like to do on the podcast is answer a question from the private Facebook group that you all become a member of when you sign up for theclicktechnique.com. So the question was, hey, one click, is email marketing dead? I've heard it's dead. Well, RIP email marketing, but don't go anywhere. Come back because it's amazing. Email marketing people will change your business. You need to start email marketing today. It has changed my personal business. It's changed many businesses that I've come in contact with. Start collecting email addresses from your current clients, from prospective clients. Ask them if they would be cool if you emailed them at least once a week some good information and start today. I know people have huge lists. I have a pretty healthy list myself. And you have to start somewhere. I remember when I had zero people on my list and how I felt. But guess what? I started that day, started collecting current customers, email addresses, and started building my list. And one more thing I want to mention. It doesn't matter how big your list is. It only matters how engaged the people are. I'd much rather have a list of 300 people that wanted to hear from me than 
10,000 people on my list that were like, who is this girl? I don't want to hear from you anymore. So numbers don't matter. Email marketing is not dead. It's extremely cost effective. A message, friends, is five times more likely to be seen in an email than anything you post out on social media. So get on the email marketing bandwagon. There is money in that list. So with that, let's dive in to this week's episode. Hey, Chirag, welcome to the show. So excited to have you on today. Thanks for having me, Lindsay. Sure. So you run an agency called Taco Agency. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So we uh, are an SEO agency. Um, We primarily specialize in link building and uh, we help companies make more money on the web. Awesome. So when you say you primarily specialize in link building, for those in the audience that don't really know what the heck you mean by that or why someone would need that, can you tell us all a little bit more about that? Sure. So one of the factors that Google looks at when it comes down to rankings is how many quote-unquote votes you're getting from websites, right? So let's say, for example, in the recent election, um, if somebody of importance um, were to vote for, let's say, Donald Trump, right? That person, in Google's eyes, um, gets seen as getting more clout, uh, from, like I said, for Google, versus um, if somebody who was a general person living in the U.S. that votes for Donald Trump would get less so, right? So think of it like that, and similar to link building, where if you're getting links from high authority or even just great quality sites, um, high quality sites, you're going to get more search traffic. And uh, obviously that converts into higher revenue. If you're getting more people to your site, you'll get a higher conversion rate and generate more sales. That makes sense. Okay. So now I want to know your top two strategies on how to get excellent inbound links to your website. You're going to give us all your secrets today. Sure. So the first thing you want to do is you want to go to ahrefs.com. That's probably one of the main tools I use. I use them all like Moz, SEMrush, really them all. But ahrefs is really the best that I found for accuracy of backlinks. And what I'll do is I'll put in my site. Hold on right there. Hold on right there. You're going to, why don't you explain to the audience because most people I'm going to guess have not heard of ahrefs. So why don't you tell us what that website is, what that will do for you? Sure. So Ahrefs is a very simple software that will help you analyze your backlinks as well as your, most importantly, your competitors' backlinks. So all the Mm -hmm. votes, quote unquote, you're getting to your competitors' sites. Okay, cool. So you go to that website and it's paid, right? You have to pay. It's paid. Yep. I think it's a hundred bucks a month for the most basic plan, but I'm going to show you why it's completely worth it. Uh, and I'm not paid by Ahrefs to say that. You put in a URL, you put in a URL, and out spits all of the all of the websites in the interwebs pointing back to it. Fair is that a fair enough description? Exactly, exactly, exactly. Okay. And then basically that's used as like a prospecting tool, right? So if those places in your like, let's say I'm in the fitness space, right? If I put in a business that is my competitor in Ahrefs and it spits out all the backlinks that they're getting. 
I can look at some of the backlinks, like the sites they're getting at and start building relationships with those sites or start reaching out and try to do some kind of opportunities in order to like guest posts or get links on their sites. And that's really a very tried and true tactic uh, for getting backlinks. And and so that that's like your number one secret. So how do you, so you find these other sites. So how do you go about getting your link on there? Right. So the best way, I mean, the first thing to do is guest posting, right? So you'll reach out to them and say, hey, you know, I, I, I really like reading your posts. Um, this is one of my favorites. And you can, you can read, obviously, the posts and see which one you enjoy. Um, I actually have two or three similar posts that I think you guys would really enjoy. And I'd love to send them over to you. Nine out of ten times, if it's if you're going to write a good article, they're going to be open to at least taking a look at it, depending on the site. Um, and then you usually shoot over the article that's completely done. It's been edited. It's good copy, etc. And it fits the persona of the site that you're pitching to. And then from there, you'll usually get an okay. And that's really... Think of it as step one for for link building. Okay, so what about, so what if I put my whole, I mean, it's going to take hours to write a very nice article that someone might accept as a guest post on their website. Don't, don't your customers complain that, okay, I'm going to write this blog post, we don't even know if it's even going to be posted, or do you write one blog post and you reach out to 20 different sites, or how do you, how do you manage like doing all of that work without even knowing if you're going to be able to guest post on a website? Yeah, I mean, so that's why what I like to do is I like to look at two or three and see what kind of backlinks that they're getting. If five out of the six, let's say, competitors, right, including your site, are getting a link from there, there's a pr pretty high chance that you're probably going to get a link as well. Like you mentioned, Lindsay, it's like back, you know, getting links and link building is tedious. And I think that's where a lot of SEOs that I've seen try to use like, you know, some black hat techniques to get it. I wouldn't recommend it. It gives you obviously a chance for penalization, but that's really kind of the tough part about link building is it's a relationships game and you make sure that you're crafting content very specifically for a site. I like it. I really like it. Um, is that primarily how you get backlinks or do you have another, another strategy to share with us? You know, it sounds simple, but really that's, that's the strategy that I found works best. The second thing you can really yeah. do is just build relationships with contributors or blog owners because at the end of the day, they're the ones that are going to, you know, say yes or no to the content, right? So you can, if you're, let's say you want to get a link at a high authority DA, right? So domain authority is how Google measures. Sorry, you're using big words again that the audience may not know. So when you say high authority DA, why don't you explain to the audience what that means? Sure. So again, back to our voting example, right? If I voted yeah. for Donald Trump versus if Barack Obama voted for Donald Trump, the public is going to see Brock's vote for Donald as a much bigger deal than my vote, because I'm not a well-known figure like Barack Obama in the political spaces, right? So think of it like that as low or high DA, right? I would be a low DA vote, quote unquote, and Barack Obama would be a high DA, right? So high DAs obviously mm -hmm. have a lot more backlinks, have a lot more clout, they rank for a lot more terms. And so a lot of businesses want to get links from those sites because Google views them as authoritative. And that's how you basically, that's one way for increasing uh, rankings. No one really knows exactly how Google does it, but that's how what we found through testing. That's what most SEOs say will help is getting a diversified 
link portfolio. Yeah, definitely. So what about, so I know Google takes into account like hundreds of different factors in determining who comes up first for ranking on the search engines. What about all those other factors right now? Like you're, you're basically like link building. That's the way to go. That's what we do. What about all those other factors? I mean, you have to account for them, right? Like page, page load time, right? On page factors, right? But one of, what I like to think of it like is that rankings come down to two things, right? What happens on your site and what happens off your site, right? So link building, you can think of it as 50% of the game for rankings. Um, so that's, that's kind of just a very basic explanation of how Google looks at rankings. Okay, that makes sense. So when you bring a customer on board, do you tell them basically... In order to start ranking in the search engines, we have to build all these backlinks and to build the, like, how transparent are you to your customers at exactly what the process is? Or are you basically like, hey, we'll get you up in the search engines. Just let us do our work. No, I mean, we try to be as transparent as possible. And the reason being, Lindsay, is that a lot of SEOs, like I said, do a lot of shady things, unfortunately, and it's kind of disruptive the industry. If you go to fiverr.com, and it's basically, think of it just like a marketplace for different tasks. You can probably find people that are like, oh, we'll send you a hundred links for five bucks, right? And I'm sure people do that. And it, it sets their site at risk for penalization, right? Because Google, again, wants you to get votes from sites that are clean sites, responsive design, sometimes rank for their domain. That's We have to be very transparent with our clients and with the people that we're working with that making sure that we're getting link opportunities that are relevant for them. So we sometimes even show them content right before we pitch. Once we pitch, we don't have control over what content gets published, but you know we do our best to work with publishers and, and owners of sites that we know well. And then from there, once they actually go live, we actually tell them, hey, the post has been live. We'll set KPIs as to how many links should be going live per month. And that's really the setup that we have. Is that how you sell your SEO packages is essentially how many how many articles you can get published? Or do you send people rank? Do you guys still go after keywords and rankings? Or where does that whole piece fit into your strategy? So, you know, in regards to keywords, we'll look at keywords that are driving the most most search traffic. You can even go into a tool like Ahrefs and you can actually find out exactly how many people are actually searching for that keyword. So if it's something that is high traffic and you start ranking for it, then you're going to get more people to your site when they type in something that's competitive, right? How does that flow into the article? So then you take those keywords and you're actually putting those keywords into the articles though with backlinks back to the site, right? Exactly. But we'll do it in a very natural okay. way. So let's say we're doing 10 articles a month for, for a client and we're trying to rank them for you know, women's weight loss. Let's say that's a high traffic term, right? What we'll do is we'll do 10% more up to 10% of the keywords will be what we call as exact match, meaning 10% will be women's weight loss. But then the other nine out of the 10 will be related to, you know, weight loss for women. It won't be the exact keyword, right? And that's because we want to show Google that we're diversifying the, the set of keywords and we're not just building links for building links purposes. We're trying to bring, we're, we're trying to post helpful, relevant content that fits in with the article that we're actually writing about. That makes sense. So what about the strategy of creating uh, content for your own website or do you only care about creating that content on other people's website pointing back to your site? Yeah. So that's actually why it's so important to write 
good long form content that's optimized for your own site, primarily because you want to have linkable, what we call linkable assets, right? So if I wrote an article for Forbes, right? And a writer is thinking about where to link to, like you want to be the authority for that link, right? And so for you to be the, uh, that authority, then you need to write an in-depth article, right? So that's really, it kind of plays hand in hand. Sometimes we'll have some clients that don't have any great on-page content and they just want to link to transaction pages. So think of it like a travel portal, right? And they have like a certain page, which is like flights to Mumbai, right? They'll want to build links to those kind of sites or those kind of pages within their, their uh, entire site, you know? So th that's an example of how we do it. But usually I like to link to informational content that adds value to the reader because generally speaking, those seem very natural to Google and it helps the reader. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, so if you don't mind, let's take our last few minutes of this interview. There was an interesting blog post that you wrote on your blog that I wanted to ask you about. And that was, the title was how I get over 25 speaking gigs by adding people <laughs> on Facebook. Can you, yeah. can you kind of tell the audience a little bit about that and what your secret strategy is with that? Yeah. So, um, I wrote that a couple of years ago, maybe. So it's oh, kind was that of years. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe it was a year. It feels like a couple of years. Yeah, it was 2016, August 2016. Okay, so it wasn't two couple of years ago. It feels like a couple of years ago. It's it's funny because I'll do like these little hacks that'll work and then they're, they're hacks, right? So they don't last forever. So what what I did high level is I, I basically just added people that were, think of them like conference uh, organizers or even people that had clout within the entrepreneurship community. From there, I, I just connected with them. And what I found was is that I just connected with other people that they were connected with. And over time, I just started posting content related to like talks I was doing locally. And I just started getting leads inbound from people on my Facebook that were like, oh, wow, like we saw your talk at MIT and we really enjoyed it. Like we really want you to come and speak at XYZ conference. And it was almost like I was taking that person's list and using that as a driver for more and more speaking engagements. I'll tell you why it stopped working. It's because Facebook caps you at 5,000 friends. Once I hit 5,000 friends, there wasn't much room for growth there. So I, I didn't really have an opportunity to, to get more and more. Like I just wanted to add everyone, right? That would be relevant to, to me and, and more so like people I could also help, right? Because it's not just like I want something from them, but like, if there was something relevant to marketing or entrepreneurship that I wanted to add with them and see what we could do to help each other. Interesting. Do you think, and you don't think the same thing is going to work over on LinkedIn then? Mm, I think LinkedIn, at least I think it's changing, right? Like I think a few of my friends have been doing things where they'll write like extremely viral uh, LinkedIn posts. So they'll write like content where it follows a certain format. And if you go to LinkedIn, you'll find that this happens and they'll just get a ton of likes and a ton of shares and people will just comment and tag people, right? That's the big thing. And then once you tag people, mm -hmm. people on LinkedIn, I think are pretty open to connecting with others. Now, do, do people accept that's a separate story versus Facebook is a bit more personal. And what I like about Facebook, yeah. which I don't think is necessarily different from LinkedIn, but my general sense I feel is that Facebook is very personal. Right. You'll you'll post pictures of your dog and your girlfriend and your daughter. Right. 
whatever is applicable to you versus on LinkedIn, you won't go publicize that because it's quote unquote professional. But in some ways, I feel like if you act like you would be acting on Facebook on LinkedIn, you're seen as the outlier and people get really interested in that. And so it's true. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm actually right now coming up with a couple of tests that I'll be doing on LinkedIn. So it'll be interesting to see what comes out of it. Yeah. So make sure uh, you follow up with us on that. Maybe I'll interview you again about those fabulous <laughs> techniques you're testing out. No, that'd be awesome. So I've used a lot of your time today. So before we go, I'm going to turn the time back over to you. Tell us that, tell the audience again, where to find you if they have any questions. And then, you know, if you, if you have a a list or a freebie you want to give away, feel free to do that at this time as well. Sure. So you can reach me on Twitter. I'm uh, Chirag underscore Kulkarni, or you can just shoot me an email. If you have any questions about SEO or link building, or you're interested more about my process, or you just want to learn more about me. There's no secrets per se. So shoot me an email, chirag at chiragkulkarni.com. Awesome. Well, thanks for being a guest on the show. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much, Lindsay. There you have it, folks. That was a great episode talking about backlinks. Hopefully that shed a little bit of light about the importance of backlinks, what they are, and how you can get them. Pretty awesome. If you're still confused, my only advice is do not buy them from Fiverr. Get with a professional link building team like myself at trafficandleads.com and we can help you with your link building strategy, getting some backlinks coming in and getting you start ranking on Google for some pretty awesome keywords so you can generate traffic, get people on your email list and have a win, right? Right. So go to theclicktechnique.com to find out more about that and to build a strong foundation for your online marketing. And finally, if you enjoyed this episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Love reviews. You can even go to Facebook if you're on there and leave me a review. Tell me if you like the show. That would be pretty cool. And of course, share it with a friend. I would totally love that. So until next time, this is One Click Lindsay with trafficandleads.com, where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away. Bye.